All right, everybody. Thanks so much for stopping by another live episode of Real Estate Titans. I'm your host, Greg Fowler, traveling throughout the marketplace, interviewing the top real estate professionals in our field, essentially gathering insight, inspiration, really drives and motivates these top producers above and beyond everybody else in what I'd like to consider a real estate titan. Now, it's an absolute honor and a complete pleasure to you know, have Steve Delaviaga on the show. Steve, thank you so much for taking the time. 100%. Happy to do it, Greg. Yeah, I, I just cannot wait to dive in and really share your story, your message, and all the amazing things that you do in the real estate space. Um, so without further ado, let's just jump in, Steve. Ready. Cool. So let's just start with the first question of the series of questions, and it ends up being just telling everybody a little bit about yourself. Uh, well, you know, I'm, uh, I've failed my way forward into the roles that I've had. I'm a, uh, I, uh, I majored in communications and psychology, which means you're qualified for nothing but sales, to be uh, quite honest. Perfect. So I, uh, I played uh, professional basketball for 10 seasons in Australia. And then when wow. I was done, you had to find a way to go make a living outside of basketball. And I, I, was, uh, I wanted to make money. I thought it was important in my life to provide for my family at a high level. And so I tried a couple of jobs that were um, what you should do. Oh, this is a good job. You could, you know, do this and manage. And finally, I realized, look, you have to decide what you are in life. And for me, at heart, I believe sales is the greatest career someone can have. It's a very bad job if you don't work to be great at it, but it's a great career because a great salesperson helps your customer's business get better, which generally in turn helps their life get better, especially in real estate where these people are all individual practitioners. They are doing what they do and it feeds their family. It funds their vacations, their college funds, their rent, their investments. So I loved real estate early on because every time I helped a client, I actually made their life better. And for me, that was the passion. So I got into sales as soon as my first, after I failed a couple of things at 32 years old, got into sales. And I realized quickly that there are people that sell stuff and then move away and people that sell things and then stay around to make sure that the very best in class, the very best practice around whatever it is you're selling is applied. Your client always gets a better result. And for me, I focused exclusively on selling things that I knew exactly how to use, adopt, and apply such that when they were used, adopted, and applied, my client made more money, saved time, or grew. And I've done that my whole life. And wow. what I figured out was if you're selling title insurance for a long time, I did that. Sure. It's not a sexy product. No one ever asked me, what paper is it written on, Steve? What does this <laughs> phrase mean in the 22 pages of title? They would say, hey, if you make my business better and in turn make my life better, I'm buying whatever you're selling. And we've kept that mantra my whole career in life. Wow. And, and well said with everything that you're just going through, Steve. And, and I want to dive a little bit deeper into um, your current venture and what's happening right now and just further impacting the community. But I've been blessed and fortunate enough to have known you for, for a long period of time. Not super close, but you've made an impact on my life personally. And again, it's a, it's a very personal honor to have you on the show and share your message and, and all your knowledge with the Titan Nation out there. But what, what's going on with Rise? And, and can you give everybody just some Steve amazement, uh, if you will, and just kind of share that. <laughs> yeah. Hey man, I'm a legend in my own mind, Greg, you know that. Oh, I um, love it. Well, I love it. after, after working for what I think is one of the greatest companies in the space, Fidelity National Financial for 15 years, 
I, I made a decision early in December that I was going to look at doing my own thing. We worked together, FNF and I, to jointly agree how we were going to separate such that we didn't hurt each other, my family or the company. And because I was passionate about believing the real estate community was getting wider. Things were getting, I was very deep in title with FNF. I wanted to get wider in multiple verticals like technology, lending, brokerage, elite team, and title. But right. I wanted to have a wider playing field. And the truth was, I've seen the real estate space change more in the last three years than it changed the previous 15. Wow. And so I knew things were going to be changing. So RISE stands for Real Intelligent Sales Engagement. <laughs> it stands for things that we know we're able to use, adopt, and apply such that when we do that, we actually help make people's lives better. And so we don't work in things we don't understand. We don't promote products unless they are, quote, best in class, which is our big series, best in class. And we only have seven products that we'll ever represent because there are only seven types of programs that you can use as a lender, broker, realtor, elite team, et cetera, where you can adopt and apply those things. So we mm-hmm. went out and did that. And um, I'm excited. I have a concierge program where our elite lenders play. We have a, an elite broker program. We generate profit centers and, and lead generation, lead what I call not just lead gen, but lead qualification and lead conversion. Because we don't have a problem with leads. We have a problem with converting and consuming opportunity. So for me, that was the whole focus on it. And you know, uh, we were a month old today, Greg. So that's how we started January. Wow. Can you believe it? We've got thir- oh, is that crazy? We got 13 concierge clients. We've got four best in class partners and we've sold out multiple states because we are very exclusive. We only work mm-hmm. with, you know, kind of the top 5% of each market. So once we sell out a state with that top 5%, we don't promote anymore. We don't take on any more clients because I think again, too much in real estate, people try to get all things to all people. We're very specific, best in class lender partners on our concierge, mm-hmm. best in class title relationships, best in class broker relationships, and then most important, best in class technology. Right. No realtor or broker in America, Greg, needs more technology they don't know how to use. That's an sure. epidemic in our space. Well said. How do we... How do we get something that we can say, hey, we've tested this, proven it, modeled it. I've spent my own time and money assessing it, going through client bases, looking at how it was applied. And I now know I can take that product, adopt and apply it and make my clients more money, save time or save expense. Love it. And when you're talking about that, Steve, it's, it's very specific onto those, those niches and those markets that you're working with and truly the best of the best. And you, you, you've trained the best of the best and continue to bring that into to that space. And I just... I, I love the fact that there anybody who's watching or listening to this can can access you and, and really dive deep into your brand and your message and everything that you're doing for the community in the real estate space. So how does everybody get a hold of you? What's the best way, Steve? Uh, I mean, we're pretty open, right? I got my cell phone on my website. Um, we, we have, we've taken a waiting list in Phoenix where we are sold out. We okay. now have a waiting list in Nevada where we're sold out. We are taking what we call um, best practice recommendation partners in Georgia. We'll be sold out at the end of March. Okay. We'll have, you know, six spots available. and We've got eight inquiries based on they vetted through our current referral base of either top title partners or top lenders or top brokers. Hmm. And we sit down and we say, listen, here's what we offer. And we offer two platinum opportunities, two golds and two silvers. And that's it. Hmm. So when someone says like in Phoenix, it's hard because we didn't know if this was going to take a week or a month or three months and it took three days. Right. So then people that were, angry, which I understood, but I was like, Hey, we're not, we're not going to take on more than we can do well. Because again, in real estate, the worst thing you can do is take on too many clients and not serve them in mm-hmm. the way they deserve. So for uh-huh. me, this is my name. 
This is my brand. This is my entity. If it doesn't go well, it's my fault. So I focus solely on making sure that I sit down and say, how can I help you save time, save money and grow your business? Mm -hmm. And if I can't do that at that level, that's why we say no more than we say yes. And we focus on the top 5% brokers, realtors, teams, lenders, and then obviously the best in class technology models and systems. So, And I was really blessed at FNF to have a platform that allowed me to be able to work with the very best. Sure. That's the biggest thing. Sure. And I think that you're, you're really breaking that whole thing down and basing it. So, I mean, I'll have links in the comments down below so that everybody can access the website and really dive in deeper, um, connect with you on a social basis as well and, and see, uh, you know, what's going on. And if it's a mutual fit for everybody for that highest of level, because I think that's the smartest thing to go about it, Steve. And I, I truly think it's brilliant, um, you know, not to oversaturate or spread yourself too thin, but really focus on the results. Um, you know, cause everybody has a current situation and desired situation and there's a gap and, and, and really to, to get them from that point to that point, but not just say it was a great experience or it was okay, but the best thing they've ever experienced. And that's really the representation of you and your brand for sure. I appreciate that because our clients are the top 10% only. We don't talk to anybody below the top 10 because quite frankly, um, I would be too expensive and the R would be harder for them. And sure. they have an expectation that is up here. Right. If they're going to invest dollars, they want to invest dollars and want a 5X, 10X, 12X ROI. And the way you dilute that is when you take on more, somebody asked me today, well, why don't you just do more? And I go, because the company isn't, how does Steve make more money? It's about best in class. And right. the truth is we're, money comes when you take care of the very best, money becomes very easy in terms of acquisition. Mm-hmm. The key is I want clients that I've got. I don't have my same 25 friends like God I've had for 20 years. Hmm. I've been married to the same young lady for 29 years. Love it. People I work with, I've been clients with them for 15, 16, 18 years because hmm. once we get up here, game recognizes game and they want to play with people that they know how to make it work. And I, hmm. I'm a guy that's okay to say, no, I, we're not a good fit. And I, yeah. people think it's a sales tool. Oh, you're doing, I don't know. I'm not trying to take it away from you to get you to buy it. I'm telling you, we're not a good fit. And to hear when you turn down, hundred thousand, hundred fifty thousand dollars of money. People are like, what are you doing? And I'm like, well, I know this. We just end up in not enjoying the opportunity. One of the things about doing my own job was I don't have to do things anymore. I don't think I don't want to do. Right. I just don't. Right? <laughs> right. I can, I can just go. I don't want, I don't, I, that's not a good fit for me. And I tell people all the time, I'll recommend somebody to you. I, I, I don't do realtor coaching because there are a ton of great coaches out there. Sure. I love metrics coaching. I love Tom Ferry. I love Grant Wise. There's a lot of great coaches out there that I recommend, but I do title mortgage tech that for me, I can coach and train that market better. But for realtor coaching guys do it better than me. Why would I take on people when I know that's done better than I do? Yeah. That's how we think. Stay into your niche and to the highest of levels and, and produce the, the best of best results for everybody who's involved and, and let the rest be history. So I, I think that that's a, a beautiful example, just a little taste of what you're talking about there, Steve. But again, everybody check out the link down below, reach out to Steve directly, see what's going on with Rise and everything that's going there. But I want to shift gears and dive deeper behind the man that I'm talking to right now uh, with this next question, which is the why question. And I know it's thrown around a lot, but at the end of the day, I think that it's important that really we understand what the Titans are doing and, and what really drives and motivates them. So Steve, what gets you excited every day to do what you do to the level you do it at? Well, I think I'm at a stage in my life where, again, I was worked for a great entity where I, I needed to grow a little bit myself because when you're growing your influence or your network or the width that you can engage people, it allows you to give more. And, mm. and at my place, 
I get so much juice from our clients in the field that say, man, I took your IREP program. I've started using that in my listing presentations. I've gotten five of the last six listings. I was doing 40% close ratios. Now I'm at 85%. And that makes me excited. That gets me up in the morning. That makes me go on and go talk to more people and explain why I believe IREP is the greatest listing acquisition strategy in America because it's working for the best realtors in America who've tried lots of different things and ROI'd them all. And this is the best. So for me, growth and success allows you to give more because now you know when I, I can't sell something, I don't, 100% 100% believe in that I'm not passionate and confident in. And right. the more success I see, the more I'm like, hey, trust me on this. Every agreement I have, every single one, Greg, has a 30-day out. My attorney thinks I'm a nut. He's like, wow. you can't do that. I go, I go, here's the deal. If I'm not adding value, I never want someone to pay me a dime that I didn't earn. Never. Wow. So we work with people. I tell them all the time, like, did I read that right? I have this you know, three-page contract, but it says, I get it I went to in 30 days. I said, you absolutely can. You know wow. why? Because I'm real confident being able to add value. And quite frankly, I have the same 30-day out because if you don't do the things that I have to do, I have to chase you to show up on our accountability calls and show up on our mastermind series programs and our best-in-class acquisition and adoption and strategy stuff, mm-hmm. then I'm going to nicely say this isn't a fit for us because I can't, if you're not, if you can't make someone be fit if they're not willing to eat right and work out. You can't help somebody who maybe drinks too much or smokes too much in terms of addiction if they're not willing to say, yep, I need, I want to get better. I have a problem. Right. If you don't want to get better in business, that's okay. I'm just not, don't, I'm not worth the squeeze on this. Don't work <laughs> no. with us because I'm going to be a guy that's like, Hey, I need you at this, at this, at this. I, when you go there, here's what you can expect. Hmm. And I'm, I'm um, feisty and sincere about right. wanting my clients to do better. And if you're not going to invest time and learning capital to do that, and time is generally my client's most expensive resource. Sure. They have money. They have a great life. They want better. You've got to be able to give me time as well as money. Money is easy. Time mm-hmm. is not. So right. that's for me, being able to say, because of my width now, I've had people that came to our coffee for closures that called me later. Now they're three days after. They're like, oh my gosh, I'm already getting, I got two new relationships. I'm like, I know. Because what we're talking about is a proven practice of success. It's not a maybe. It doesn't happen a little. It is absolutely what works. If you think value add, best in class application, this works in every market because I've been doing it for you know, 25 years myself, I know. Right, right. And when, when you're talking about that, hopefully everybody can see and, and hear this passion. I mean, Steve, it's, just, it's coming out of you in, in such a positive way. And, and I think that the way that you're addressing everybody is, um, really mutually beneficial partnerships and and the more successful you help others in turn the more successful you get and everybody grows as as a team and and I think that that's the best way to go about it and and to me your why is extremely compelling because at the end of the day you're really caring for others you want to truly see every single person that you touch succeed more than when you first met them and then wildly above what their expectations are and to me that's that that's totally selfless and it really speaks volumes about you and your integrity and your character, but also what your clients receive in turn by trusting you. So that's really great. Life, life is too short to be unimpactful. I, invisibility is a worse fate than failure in my wow. mind. Wow. I'd, rather, I'd rather fail trying to make an impact than I would just kind of go along, don't rock the boat, just make sure everybody's okay. Not my deal. Hmm. I have no desire at the stage I'm in in my life to you know, to worry about just trying to hang in there and not rock the boat. Not my deal. Right. right. I want to be like, Hey, let's go take the hill. If you mm-hmm. want to go be great, 
I'm all about trying to help you. But if you're just trying to maintain, stay where you are, we're not the fit for you. We're not the firm for you. And I think sometimes in successful markets like this, people are like, I just want to kind of keep doing what I'm doing. That's great. Right. I'm not your guy. And mm -hmm. we're not your company to partner with. I want people that are like, hey, I see it changing too. I'm willing to learn. I've been doing this 20 years. I'm great, but I want to go, what's better look like? My goal is always, what does better look like? And if we can't get to better, then the reality is, what are we doing? I, you don't need me. You can, go, you can do it. There's 10 <laughs> other guys that will take your money that will just be happy to try to keep you to maintain your level. Not right. what we're doing. No, I agree. And, and the best of the best really see that. And I think that, again, you're catering to the best of the best and not the majority. And, and, and it's unfortunate, but everybody has different thought processes and stages in their life, but there's still levels of inspiration. But the inspiration without the action and continuous massive amounts of action to me is useless. And it's a waste of energy. We all have the same, right, Steve? But um, I, I want to I segue into this because all this is beautiful and we're just getting started. So this next question is a crowd pleaser. And everybody who tunes in and really wants to learn from the Titans, th this is it for them. So if you could look back at your career thus far and really pick or choose one or two things or whatever you're comfortable sharing, that you took your business from one level to the next. What's that look like for you, Steve? 100% is when I reached up for a knowledge, a mentor, a, a, a partnership that was probably above my pay grade. The person I was talking to was smarter than me, wealthier than me, more successful than me, hmm. more intelligent than I was. And I said, listen, I, I, I realize that maybe I'm jumping up a little bit out of my league, but I, I'm asking you, and I say this to people, I'd love you to be a mentor. I'd love you to be somebody who would spend some time with me. I want to learn too. And by the way, if I do, I'll pour into it. Where do you have coffee? I'll meet you there. What do you like to do? If you like to hike, I'll hike with you. If you like to golf, I'll golf with you. I want to reach up. And I think when I was younger, I used to think I don't want to bother them and things. And as I got older, I realized I'd say things like, hey, you've already done this where I'm trying to get to, and I don't want to reinvent the wheel. How can I take the least amount of your time to get two or three nuggets from you in the process of what we're doing? You know what's funny when you ask people that, Greg? Hmm. They find ways to tell you how to do it. I had, I, I had people that would say to me, great, I work out every morning at 6 a.m., meet me at the gym. You know what I do? My button be there at 5.45. Okay, I'm ready. What are we doing? There and I go. wasn't a yoga guy, but I did yoga. I wasn't a, <laughs> but I would do that just to be in the fight, right? That's how this thing works, and that's how it worked huh. felt. Uh, and to me, I, I find that to be a really high level of brilliance when it comes down to it, because you're really talking about reaching up and reaching out to the people who have walked the walk and talked the talk. And, and I love that. And I think that there's so many professionals that are just a little bit nervous about that. See, we're on the move. We're on the move. This is good. We're on the move because I'm this, taking over the uh, poker game. I'm about to go swap sides. Hey, this is so live. Everybody. These are the guys playing poker. So hey, guys, hey everybody guys, say, hey, awesome. you're on a, right. you're on a national podcast here. That's so right. say That'd hi. Be great. Don't make it work. <laughs> that's awesome. No, but Steve, as you're walking, I'll, I'll just address what you're saying. Cause to me, I think that that's, that's one of the biggest portions that so many people forget to is that those mentors and that guidance from people who are just absolutely brilliant, who, who have really been there, done that, and bought the t-shirt proverbially, um, I, I think that that's where most of the growth happens. And, and I love that you mentioned that because personally for me, I'm with this, with the show and I, I'm, I'm blessed to be around, you know, thousands of real estate professionals from all over the world. But this particular, I'm reaching up every Tuesday and Friday with you guys. I mean, I, I absolutely love this and I, I know I should be doing it more and so should all of us. So it's brilliant advice for, for the truth. Well, the thing is when you started, it became addicting to you, didn't it? It became oh, yeah. something you couldn't wait for. We talked for a long time about this, doing this today. And you were like, Hey, this is your passion. It's not what you do every day. And that's the best part of it.
Uh, it's huge. I mean, that's great advice. So anybody to reach out to those people and don't be afraid and, and don't have that anxiety because, and Steve, correct me if I'm wrong, because you're there and above that is the most successful people in this world, they want to share and they are willing to share as long as they know that you're sincere and you really truly want to learn and implement what's being said because no one wants to waste their time. And like you said, time is the number one commodity. So Greg, every single person that is up here that I reached to had somebody that helped them get there, mm -hmm. a mentor, a parent, a friend, a client, a prospect, etc. And so when you ask them and say, maybe someone helped you along the way, I'm asking for that now from you because I recognize your greatness, your talent, your skill set. 90% of the time I get a, okay, young fella, deal. Tell you what, meet me here at da, da, da right? I have coffee every morning at 8.15 at that Starbucks. Meet me there. I'll be there for 10 minutes. That's all you're going to get. You know, it's funny when you get there, maybe you get 15. Then the next week, maybe you get 30. Then the next mm -hmm. week, you're an hour. Then two months from then, they're inviting you to, hey, let's go spend a couple hours at lunch. Why don't you meet somebody who helped me? And now you're meeting their sphere of influence and their success people and mm -hmm. partners. And that, and that it, it's just what you it happened with you. You've gotten addicted to learning to be better. And it's right. just like anything else. It's like a workout in the morning. It's like a, eating healthy. I'm addicted to wanting to find people that are better, smarter, that I can go grab a nugget from, just mm -hmm. a nugget. And, and the nice thing is when, when you, you're like, because they probably said that to 10 people, sure. 10 of them didn't do it, right? So the reality is now they're in a situation where they say, yep, that's correct. Mm -hmm. Now they're actually doing it. So it's, it's mm -hmm. awesome. It's a fantastic program. I, th I think that's beautiful, Steve. And again, a huge share for everybody out there. And those are, those are truth words coming out. I, I, I want to throw this out at you. And this is right off the cuff as we were talking into it. Steve, I've heard you speak for a long time about work velocity and, and, and really putting in the work. And could you speak to that at all for the audience and just encourage them to really you know, put in the time? And it doesn't happen overnight, but really the, the amount of work velocity. I had the pleasure and the absolute fortune to work with Coach Wooden for four years in college and Coach Riley, who was the coach of the decade for the Lakers, for the same four years. Mm -hmm. I did four weeks with Coach Wooden and four weeks with Coach Riley every summer for four years. Wow. And both of them, Coach Wooden's Pyramid of Success, which is what is now sold to Fortune 500s, which has now built a $100 million business empire, people following that mantra – one of the pillars is there is no substitute for hard work. And Coach Riley, who I got to play for the Lakers for 10 days and a cup of coffee, he said to me, thank you, sir. He said to me that, Steve, you know the difference between good and great in the NBA? It's mm -hmm. not talent. It's not vertical leap. It's not strength or skill. It's 15 minutes more a day. My first practice with the Lakers, I got there, and Magic Johnson was running sprints before practice and in my world when you came from college you're running sprints before practice you've gotten in trouble in the study hall mm. so i say to coach riley what happened to magic did he get in trouble and coach goes no he just knows he wants to be in the best shape of any player in the nba so he's there early running suicides every single practice wow. before practice started he's in a dead lather because he ran 15 minutes straight and then he would do two hours of practice mm. so i took that and said i'm not the smartest guy I did not come from a family with money. I did not have somebody offering me business opportunities. It was all self-made because at the end of the day, you can't replace a work velocity in space. And what I also figured out was I better love what I do, Greg, because I can't do something at a super high level every day, wake up in the morning, passionate, excited, ready to go take the hill. If I don't really like what I'm doing, I kind of want to take the hill, but this is, 
I don't really love this. This product doesn't really work. I want to be in a place where I wake up every day. Like, how do I go? I can't wait to get, again, IREP or one of our other BICs out there so that I know it helps more people be successful. That's where I get my juice from. These are these are golden nuggets of truth and from top minds in there, Steve. So again, I can't thank you enough for sharing that. And I know that everybody who's watching or listening, pause, rewind it, take this to heart. This is true, true, true advice. But reach out to Steve. You know, check out everything that he's doing right now. And again, links down below. Um, with this next question, Steve, this is the tricky part of the series in the interview for every single Titan, and it comes down to the challenge question. So I always lead into it this way. We all have challenges in our lives, personally or professionally, whether it's in the past, we're dealing with it now or in the future, and no one's exempt. But I'm a firm believer, it's not so much what happens, but how we respond, I guess what we can learn and share. So if there's a personal or professional challenge you're comfortable sharing with the audience, Steve, that you overcame and learned from, what's that look like for you? thousand percent. So... Um... Uh, my second year playing professional basketball. Well, I said, well, go back. I was in high school. Okay. I was the eighth man on my freshman team. Hmm. Now I'm trying to play college basketball and I'm the eighth man. I can't even start on my freshman basketball team. And I came home and I was mad at the coach. And I said to my mother, who's raising myself and my brother's single mother, no father in the picture at the time. Hmm. She's working 12 hours a day to make sure we have, she made, she made $1,250 a month. And we lived in the Bay Area in Northern California. Wow. And she said, I start my, my why the coach doesn't understand. And this doesn't make sense. And it's not right. Blah, blah, blah. And I got about seven minutes into it. And she hadn't said a word yet. And she looked at me and she said, why are you telling me? Am I the coach? I have news for you. Your problem is you, not the coach. Your problem is if you were better, he would see it. So you know what you need to do? Better. How much time did you spend today working on your basketball game, Steve? Did you go early and stay late? You just come home and whine to me, your mother. You can't hide behind your mom's apron at 14 years old. There comes a time in your life, you've got to stand firm, plant your feet, and be a man. That time should be now. Get better, and this won't be a problem. Hmm. And I can remember vividly going to my room, saying bad words, like she doesn't get it. And the next morning, got up and went, all right, that's the deal. And I, can't, I tell this all the time. Parents protecting their children from failure is a huge mistake. Right. My mom was like, it was on you, champ, that that coach didn't feel that way. So every single time when someone judged me in a way that I didn't think was fair, I realized I'm going to make it about me. Sure. I'm going to get better. I'm going to do more. I, and all of a sudden then, I'm calling the coach to open up the gym two hours early so I can go work out. I'm asking, can I stay an hour later? I'll lock up myself. You know what happened then? More success, more success, more success. And I was one of those guys that when you're confident, in you trying to be the best you're capable of becoming, failure is okay. Right. When, you, when I was cut from the Lakers, Coach Rowley said, you're a good player. You're not good enough to play here. Hmm. My suggestion is these two coaches in Australia, you, I'll call them for you and then you call them afterwards. Because back then there was no internet or that's email and that stuff. It was just phone calls or in person. Sure. So I called these two coaches and begged them, begged them to let me play, right? Hmm. I asked them, could you please let me come over? And I went over there and was a three-time MVP, was a nine-time All-Star in 10 seasons, and I still hold the scoring record for the country 10 seasons later. Wow. You just have to get an opportunity. And so if you're, wherever you're in your business, sales, your business, a relationship, trust me on this, make it about your problem. Be, I call it, overly accountable 
to the things that you're being asked to do. Because if we don't, if, if a client doesn't work for us, it's my fault before it's theirs. If they sign up, we don't make an impact. That's why we're very careful who we sign up. My younger years in sales, I would sell it everybody that won it. And today I say, you know what? You're not, it might be timing. You're not the right, you're not ready for us and we're not ready for you. Right. I don't know if it's a good fit today. Let's wait. Like when I got told, I, I had a group that wants us to come up and do business in, in the Northwest. And I said, I'm not ready to go up there yet because we've got to get bigger. We've got to get smarter. I'm still a small company. I can't do that today. Hmm. That's the, and I think when you don't fear failure, all you know is it's another step to better. That's all it's going to be. That's wow. my mindset with it. Yeah. And Steve, thanks for sharing that story at the end of the day, because it, it, it's a real thought process and, and struggle and, and things not being handed to you and obviously putting in the time, putting in the work and the effort. And a lot of people will, will say, Hey, the harder I work, the luckier I get. Right. And, and you know, there's no such thing as luck. It's preparation meets opportunity. And, and, and really going back to the standpoint, whether it's the best athletes or, or the best musicians or the best actors or politicians or business professionals, the preparation ahead of time is what real champions end up doing. What they won the game before the, the game even started. The battle was won before the war even took place. I mean, that whole thing, right? And all, um, the, all the glory, Greg, all the joy is in what you do before you start to compete. Hmm. All of the things we do as a client base, I don't take anything to market for a client to apply until I have proven, tested it, modeled it, know where it does work, know where it doesn't work, know what the three things you can't do if you're going to make it work. Hmm. If you don't do that, then I'm, then I'm super confident that knowing exactly how this is going to be applied and adopted, but it takes time. And I have people say, Oh, my product's great. It's already proven. I go, well, not proven to me because I've got to look at it my way, right? Mm -hmm. My way is I'm going to dive deeper. I, oh, I have 10,000 users. How many actually touch it every day? Well, we have 3,000 logins. How many actually stayed in longer than 30 minutes? How many actually did an action or five actions or these three actions with it? Because it usually gets down to the top 10%. Then I'm going to call them and go, how do you make money with it? How do you save time with it? And how do you ensure your costs stay mitigated or less by applying this process tool or system model to your business? If it doesn't meet that sniff test, and by the way, that eliminates about 80% of the people that want to work with us because those are hard things to do in real estate. Real estate does not have a problem with technology being out there. There's tons of it. Right. They have a problem with adoption and application. That's sure. the fight for the future is the adoption and application of product. Hmm. Well said. And I know that everybody who's watching or listening to this, a big portion of the audience is a part of that 1% and they're looking at it and they're, they're, you know, nodding their heads saying, yes, what Steve's saying is absolutely right. And, um, you know, the, the, the proof is in the pudding at the end of the day and, and uh, it does take time. Rome wasn't built in a day. Uh, but the right systems and, and really looking at levels of automation and leveraging as best as you possibly can and implementing that consistently for massive amounts of action. And, and again, I just think that that's brilliant all the way through. So thanks for sharing, Steve. It's not easy to do to air your stuff out in front of everybody. So I appreciate that. And I know everybody else does too. Um, I want to shift gears to a softer question. Uh, and this one actually ends up being my absolute favorite. It's the travel back in time question. Now this one it's not designed for you to say, well, if I could go back, I would change this, this, and this. Because what we've been through and what we've done made us who we are to today. But Correct. if you could go back and give young Steve a piece of advice or two, any age range, any time frame, what would you say to your younger self? Um, I would ask myself to have a little more patience. Hmm. I would ask myself to be a little less self-critical. I was one of those guys that, uh, in college, in my sophomore season, 
I was a preseason All-American. In the first game, I scored 39 points. In the next game, it's the only time it's ever happened in the history. I remember we played Cal State Dominguez Hills on the road, and I went 0 for 10 from the floor and 0 for 2 from the three-point. I did not score a single point. This is in a guy that today holds 25 scoring records in college, every professional scoring record in Australia. I did not score a point for the game. I went home on the bus, didn't talk to a soul, landed at the gym, went and broke into the gym and worked out for three hours. It was basically a beat puppy for seven days, angry, upset, wouldn't talk to my girlfriend, my brother, my mom. And, and I'd go back and I'd say, hey, part of the process, big boy. Hmm. You know what? Go get a night's sleep, get up in the morning, be better today. But back then I was so, and I figured out a good learning lesson as a result of failing a lot was yeah. the tighter you hold on or try to do something, the worse you end up doing it. Wow. Patience, it's just a step. So I'd say be more patient and be less self-critical. Look, man, you, you, there's no guarantees in life. Mm-mm. You know, when you have, you fail in a game, when you fail with a client trying to help them or you fail in getting a sale, it doesn't mean that it's, I made my losses too big and, uh, and my wins too big, quite frankly. I tell myself to be more even keel and know it's all a process. Are you getting better? It might, doing this is, is a tough way to live. Right. Just a little block every day, every week, every month, every year is how you get to greatness. There's no quick way to great. This takes mm-hmm. time. It, and, you know, I, I love that advice where you're talking about patience and, and really understanding and not being so overly critical because so many high level, high producers are they're 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 impatient. They want to be 10 steps ahead. And when it comes to the critical criticality behind everything that we're doing, it's saying, hey, you know, it's OK to take the time that's necessary it's easier said than done. But I, I think that that process, as you were leveling those steps all the way up, Steve, in my mind, I, I thought about the compound effect and it's the same thing with finance, right? A dollar a day, doesn't seem like much money, put it away. But over the course of several years, it turns into millions. It's the same principle that applies with every single action that we take every single day and it compounds. And, and, it, and it might not seem like a lot when we're doing it, but at some point, all that work and all that time and all that effort, it's just hockey sticks if you're doing what you need to be doing cause and effect though on the other side if you're doing things that are negative and you know really not pushing in the direction it can hockey stick down so i think that that's really great thoughts and um obviously you can't go back and tell young steve that but you know this now you do this now and so is everybody who's watching or listening we can do these things now and that's that's the real message behind that question in my opinion so i love that i think it was a great well said and i think the other thing is to remember like don't be so married to your way of doing it. I have no ego about anything we do because everything we do, I stole from someone smarter than me. Sure. So confidence means you have the ability to say, that's a better way to do it. Coach me, teach me, how do you do that? I've met really talented people whose ego says, nope, this is how we do it. That's it. That's how we do it. Hmm. And I think it's ridiculous because there's always somebody looking to build a little bit better mousetrap, a better lead gen strategy a better lead conversion strategy i like to be wide open to be unemotional about how to be successful mm-hmm. if that's working for you show me walk me through how you did it what was your methodology what was the percentage on that at bat? how did you get better at it? how long does it take to get better what's the runway look like mm-hmm. those are all things greg that when you start talking about how to be great the ones that get ceilings and plateau and stick it's because their ego won't allow them to go maybe i need to add another pillar Hmm. We need to do something a little bit different. And I always say to someone, well, I know how so-and-so does it. I don't like it. I go, I like the fact that he generates $6 million in GCI. 
So I don't really care how you like or don't like him. His result is screaming at me. I can't hear what you're saying because the result is giving me my story, not the words. Deeds, not words, is how this thing works. Mm-hmm. I, I think that that's brilliant uh, way to go about it too. And then again, obviously tracking metrics and knowing what works and doesn't, and applying that to your personal life and business and growth. And some people, I, I think that, and I can I can easily say this through so many different businesses, but in real estate, there are egos. I mean, we all have a certain amount of ego to a certain standpoint, but checking that ego at the door and making rational decisions for growth and development for your business, for you, for your team, it's huge. Confidence versus ego. Hmm. You have to be confident because confidence means your knowledge of what you're doing is high and you understand it works. Ego should be here and confidence should be here. Confident, not cocky. Hmm. That's the key in how we go about it. It's huge. This is good. This is, these are full of nuggets. I feel like I'm, I'm a prospector just getting all this stuff, and, Steve. This is amazing. And this is water, not a cocktail. We're lucky to have a cocktail. Hey, be really crazy. I was going to say, this is tea, but that's another conversation. Yeah, exactly. But Steve, so I want to go into the next portion. This is the secondary crowd pleaser. We got two left and we're, we're almost done here, but this one ends up being the education phase. So everybody wants to know how the Titans are feeding their minds, how they're growing intellectually. So I always lead into it with podcasts you're listening to or have listened to, books you're reading or have read um, that have inspired you, uh, any coaches, social media, um, you know, icons, any, anything out there that you're feeding your mind. How are you doing it? I love podcasts because podcasting is important. Mm-hmm. It allows you to consume things that make sense. And I have a rule, Greg. I pick my profits very carefully because there is, you know, I don't listen to people who talk about money who mm-hmm. don't have any money. I don't still talk about marriage who've been divorced four times. Right. I tend to try to look at where do people have success. So we'll talk about entrepreneurism or how to leverage social media. I think Gary Vaynerchuk's brilliant. I'm not mm-hmm. sure I follow some of the other stuff, but how in those two areas, that makes sense to me. I love Tony Robbins about the mindset of success because I think he's coached, worked with, adopted the smartest people in America that he coached that made sense. Right. I, I just think at all of us, when I'm looking at real estate titans, mm-hmm. people that you talk to on these every you know Monday and Friday or Tuesday and Friday, those are people I tend to model after. That's why we only work with the top 10%. I'm not so I've had people go, well, I don't do it that way. And I've closed 12 deals this year. That's awesome for you. Right. But that's not something I'm going to model after. Now, I have guys that close 3,000 deals a year. I'm going to be all over how they're doing it. So pick your profits wisely. Podcasts are good. Things. I still like a good book when I'm on vacation now and then to read full pages, make notes. I like that. Hmm. And then, you know, for me, it's a network. I, every time I travel, if I go anywhere, I try to grab people smarter than me. Hmm. But I like to golf. So I'll play four hours on a course with somebody and talk. Hmm. For four hours, wow. I, you get two or three nuggets every time you do it. I like to reach up when I go golf with people because lots of times I'm lucky. My smart people, they play golf. So I'll go play golf and I'll just ask them, all right, if you were me, what are three things you do with this business? If you were me, what do I got to stay away from? If you were me, what would you do more of and why? Hmm. And then I shut up and let them tell me what they think, not what I think. Right. And I, what I love about what you're talking about is obviously there's, there's a certain level of influencers, but in their niches, it's not like a one size fits all where you're generating the information from physicality in books, I think is extremely important. And, you know, whether you're listening to it on a podcast or you're watching it on YouTube or you are physically reading a book or if it's an audible, having the conversations to me is one of the most beautiful ways to really get that information in with your networking groups, mastermind groups, or just like you said, on the course. Right. And having these in-depth conversations with people who are absolutely incredible at what they do. 
Uh, I think that all of those things encompass really, really brilliant ways to learn and to grow. But it's constant though, right, Steve? I mean, it's something that you don't just put on autopilot. I mean, you're always learning, always growing. Every day. And every month I take two days, turn everything off, no phone, no email. And I just go, okay, what am I going to focus on learning myself this month, whether it be a product that I'm starting to like and see value in, whether it's a model that I like or a technology that I think has the ability to be great. And then you got to go pour into it, go spend time with the developer, go spend time with the users, ask questions, go watch it practically applied. And, and, and I have that, the benefit of owning your own company now is I can take the time to do that. I'm not reacting all the time. I'm intentional at least two days a month on pure knowledge acquisition, which is critical. I, I think that's huge. And not only are you consuming that, but you're also giving it back. And you had mentioned, uh, you know, different books, podcasts, things like that. So you have your own podcast, Steve. So would you tell the audience a little bit about it? Because I would love for everybody to just listen to that, subscribe and, and learn from this man if you're loving what you're hearing and seeing. Sales excellence. It's called sales excellence because at the end of the day, that's what I'm good at. People always say, oh, you could run a business. You could, you know, be a manager, maybe. But at sales, I got that part down. So it's about sales excellence. We only talk about the actually best nugget practice, tactical and strategy that works. Mm. Um, we tend to be what I call market and method of the moment. Okay. We don't go back and say what worked three years ago, five years ago in this market. We don't talk about six months or 12 months ago, how it's working today, mm. but we got to be conscious of. And that's why I have such a loyal group of people that want to follow because they're like, Hey, I want to be part of your success. I want to be, and it's not mine. I tell them it's not me. Everything I do, I stole from someone smarter than me. I applied it. I saw it work and now I'm sharing it with you. Right. The idea that one person has knowledge, you and I are blessed because we get to interact with the best people. Right. Mm -hmm. So I love my podcast because it's an easy place to give a five, 15 minute or give a 30 minute. And mm -hmm. we replay this. This will be something that people will go pour into when I, decided to leave F&F &F and we jointly parted, I did a podcast to say goodbye. I got over 4,000 downloads because wow. that was about me saying, I loved what I did. Now I'm going to go talk about what I'm going to do next. Hmm. It was awesome. Uh, that's huge. And, and again, Steve, just the amount of information that's coming out of you is huge. And again, if you guys want more information, if you love what you're hearing, what you're seeing, please connect with Steve, follow him on social media, subscribe to his podcast and get on there. And then again, Take a look at the website as well. It'll be listed down below. So Steve, I can't thank you enough again. I know you're super busy and we, this was live. So we were moving around, you know, the country <laughs> club a little bit there and it was really yeah. awesome. Again, just showing this is truly live. Everybody, this is not scripted. We, we didn't have yeah. those people jump in. Yeah. Um, Steve, oh, believe me, they weren't excited to be on TV. This <laughs> we, we might have to blur them out. We'll see what happens in there. But, uh, but at the end of the day, Steve, I, I just uh, I want to finish up this whole thing with a, a last question. And this ends up being a, a quote or mantra that sums you up as a man, as a professional. What's that look like for you? Okay, well, I, I define success this way for me. Becoming the absolute best that you are capable of becoming and the knowledge that you have no regrets in the pursuit and application of that best of class standard. Mm -hmm. So when I'm 85 sitting in my rocking chair on my you know, veranda watching the sunset, I can look back and say, when somebody goes, do you ever wish you played the NBA? I go, no, I don't wish that. I was as good as I could be and I wasn't good enough to play in the NBA, mm -hmm. but I could go to Australia, become the leading scorer in the history of the country, score 10,000 points. That record still stands 22, days, 22 years later. Wow. Be the best you're capable of becoming. That's it. And that should be, that's the, the glory is in the pursuit. 
The glory is in the journey. Real love of a hard battle is what makes it all fun. It shouldn't be easy. Don't wish for easy. Wish for an absolute passion for the fight, the battle, the journey. Because when you have that, you win every day. Wow. Now, sometimes you win less than you might win in some days. But every day, the journey is where the fight is. The journey is where the fun is. The pursuit of greatness is what the goal is, period. Mm -hmm. I think that sums you up brilliantly and beautifully all the way through and through, Steve. And again, anybody who, who hasn't had the, the fortune to really be in front of you or, or, or engage with you at all, you're welcome, everybody, because he took the time to do this. And, and that sums you up beautifully. It really does, Steve. And I can't thank you enough again. You are an official real estate titan, my friend. So I would shake your hand if I was with you. So I'll do it digitally. But uh, yeah, and, and thanks again, Steve. It's an absolute honor. I appreciate it. Greg, it was my pleasure. And uh, thanks everybody out there for taking time to listen. I appreciate you, man. Keep doing what you're doing. You're making a difference. Thank you so much. And everybody out there, thank you as well for your time and attention, your love and support, as always here at the Real Estate Titans. If you like what we're doing, don't forget to subscribe to the YouTube channel, like our Facebook page, and have a listen on iTunes, Spotify, and Google Podcast. Live every Tuesday and Friday afternoon, a different Titan, a different location. We'll catch everybody in the next live episode of Real Estate Titans. Take care. Thank you.